You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the update injury to Lonzo Ball after him having successful cartilage replacement surgery. We're also going to ask, are the Bulls closer to a retool or a rebuild? We're going to do all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls. Remember the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com to look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On all caps, in the game. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host, creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And Pat, in all the stuff yesterday, we did forget to I'm talk about last- stuff. No, I'm sick of your stuff. Apparently, that's what they want. They want us to just be at each other's throats. That's what they want. Yeah, that's what they want. They ain't getting it, but that's what no, they no, want. No, they're not. We uh, think too much alike on a lot of stuff. <laughs> the one thing we disagree on would turn into a We'd be, thing, we be but, going at it. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, but with that said, Lonzo Ball had successful debri- – uh, not debridement. I wish it was only debridement. Uh, no, right? <laughs> knee cartilage uh, replacement. And this is a cadaver replacement, meaning they took – cartilage out of a, out of a cadaver and put it in Lonzo Ball. There's only been two NBA players to have this sur- surgery. Festus Azili, who never came back to return to the NBA, and J- uh, Jason Richardson, who had it, I think he was already 31 years old, later on in his NBA career. He did come back to play, I think it was 19 games afterwards, uh, but nothing, anything substantial. Lonzo Ball would be the first player to have a successful uh, NBA return after this surgery. Pat, what you think? I mean, listen, right, like, this is what we're hoping for. Not just uh, take the Bulls out of it. Listen, I, I love the Chicago Bulls. I want Lonzo Ball to be a Chicago Bull and him to play for us. But I, I want this man to be able to have an NBA career. We, I think we forget, right, like because of everything that he's been through, he's 25 years old. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like he, he's a young player in this league. So, uh, But he's got an uphill battle. The The biggest part of that being, right, like, no one's ever come back from this before successfully. Nobody's ever been able to have an NBA career after having total cartilage replacement. I mean, you're really hoping that right now, right? Like, I believe Bernard King was the first player to ever come back from an ACL injury. Mm-hmm. You're really hoping for something like that. Like, you're hoping that Lonzo can set the standard and that the medicine has come far enough that you can do something like this, right? And this is the moment where... A lot of times I know I talk about, right, like we're seeing injuries up across the NBA and but we're seeing, right, like more medical things being involved in different stuff like that. And this is the one time where I hope that the medicine's able to help. Um, Lonzo's a very key piece on any basketball team that he's on. Uh, and and I think the, the biggest thing is, right, like you hope that he's able to come back and at least be 80 percent of what he was. You yeah, know what I mean? mean? 
And the thing is, so when you look at the two players that have had it before, A, it's been over a decade. So you hope that the advancements, like you said, in medicine have have gone to a level to where, okay, it, it makes that return a little bit more uh, uh, possible. But on top of that, like, Festus Azili was a seven-foot big man who, whose athleticism was a huge part. And Jason Richardson, by the time he had it, was already um, – going into the latter half of his career. So there's that. Lonzo's younger. Uh, and so, Especially you know, back that. Muzz was yeah. really only playing until 33, 34. Exactly, exactly. And so with Lonzo being younger, it's not like Lonzo's game was hugely based off athleticism either. It's not like Lonzo's jumping out the gym or anything like that. Defensively. Uh, defensively. De def I will give you defensively. Yeah. Um, definitely defensively. So, uh, I mean, there's enough cause for concern and maybe some causes for optimism overall the fact that he would be the first one to have a successful return definitely worries me and we've already really gone over the options as far as what the bulls can do just to remind anybody bulls can definitely file for a disabled player exception that would get them half alonzo balls uh, salary back uh, to use to sign another player that player would either have to be in the last year of their deal or they would have to trade for a player um, or sign a free agent they could do that as well um and so uh, that would then put the, that doesn't take Lonzo Ball salary off the salary cap though. So signing anybody with that uh, exception would then put us over the luxury tax. Yeah. Or they have the chance of, of filing for a career-ending injury exception, which would then completely clear all of Lonzo's twenty million dollar uh, salary to add to the books. Um, Lonzo would still get paid, but then it doesn't count towards the salary cap. Hearing this now, everything kind of being a little bit more clear. Uh, which route do you think the Bulls will go? And does that I know you kind of said before that you think the Bulls are going to go the route of you know betting on their guy, not really uh, eliminating that contract. Yeah. Do you think that's the right decision though, Pat? I don't I don't know if there is a right decision here, right? Because you're you're in a bad situation either way. It's not mm -hmm. like right. Like I think if they go with the uh, what is it the career ending exception, exception yeah, career ending injury exception, right? Like they still get penalized for that as well, don't they? On the on no. the uh, on the salary cap, no. So the career ending injury exception completely clears the salary. He still gets paid, but it doesn't count sort of the salary cap at all. Now the one uh, downside of that is that if Lonzo does make a return, uh. Within the within the time period that his contract would have been, if he plays over a certain number of games, it comes back on the books for the Bulls. Hey, business wise, mm -hmm. that it's an it's a no brainer. That's the right decision. Yeah. You, the the career ending injury exception is is the decision that you would have to make as a business uh, uh, owner in this situation, right? But um, it's not the decision that I think the Bulls will make because I think that the Bulls. I think that this last little bit of basketball that they're seeing, I don't think that they can rely on Lonzo moving forward, right? I don't think that he could be this major piece, but I think now you're going into possible future with Lonzo and saying, listen, if there's any hope that this guy is the first guy to ever come back here, we would like to have him on our team anyway and showing that loyalty if he does come back and become the first player to ever come back from this injury. Now, listen, that's a very steep, Thing to say the first player to ever come back from that injury and have a real career um showing loyalty would go a long way for getting that player back into the building mm -hmm. at a much better price with an understanding of hey we're willing to keep you around but we don't trust your knee to hold up so we're going to pay you much much less i think that there's kind of a two-way street to play here the right move of course to me if if i'm an, a, a gm i would take the career-ending injury exception um and take the risk that it might come back on my books 
But I think that also goes into kind of what our next topic is going to be of how close do you think you are as a team, right? Like it might be, <coughs> excuse me, it might be a situation with Lonzo where you think, hey, it's more worth it to try and just ride this out and just finish his contract off and let it be paid off because we don't believe that our team's where it needs to be for us to be successful anytime soon in 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 the championship aspect of it. If you feel that way, you'll probably try and ride it out. But I, I think a, the it, it sucks to say, but the right business decision would be the career-ending injury exception. And, and, I, and I agree with where you're coming from. I think that the thing that changes it to me, but it doesn't really matter, is what AK and Eversley and ultimately Jerry Reinsdorf really look at it as well, is that yep. either way, Lonzo's getting his money. So you're taking care of him that way. He's getting um, his bread, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's going to get his money regardless. Um, and I think you really have to look at it, you know, depending on how the season ends for the Bulls and if the Bulls look at it, which, like you said, plays into our next uh, topic, is that um, if the Bulls see themselves as being a team that they can they can retool on the fly, tw having twenty million dollars in uh, salary cap on top of a mid level exception like that changes like that can make you buyers that that goes from signing a stopgap at, at point guard for example to actually going after trying to go after a Kyrie Irving if you can try to get him and I, I, I doubt the Bulls are going to go after Kyrie I'll just say that because he's a free agent name to to, to mention but. Um, so I mean it off season topic, off season topic. Yeah, that's definitely off season topic. <laughs> but, uh, so you know, I guess I guess ultimately we'll see. But I, I at least me mindset, you have to go with the business decision. And with how much that we need to see this team improve, twenty million dollars coming back on the books to use that to improve the roster. That's that's big for a team that theoretically at the earliest was probably looking at two thousand twenty four off season to have significant cap space. You can now have cap space immediately and then really try to retool this team. So I guess we'll see. I, I think the biggest question you have to ask yourself, right, is is there somebody out there that that money makes you feel like you can replace mm. Lonzo with as yeah. well, right? Now, I'm not going to say it, go out there and give $20 million just to a point guard because the point guard market, we looked at that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, right, like there's a lot of things you can add with that. We need shooters. Can you go out and find a shooter? We need, you know, just please, one more big man. Just one more big man that's going to actually get on the floor. And maybe at the same time, if Vooch, if he has that capability, just one. <laughs> Shout out to both to both uh, Tony Bradley and Tristan Thompson getting workouts with the Lakers, by the way. That's just crazy. Didn't expect that. Uh, <laughs> the disgust on your face. <laughs> hey, hey. There's there's such a joke there, bro. Like, oh, there's man. such a joke with that Tristan was there, dog. It's, it's, that was hilarious. It's gross. That reaction from me, bro. That's why you gotta be on the YouTube side, man. Hey, let <laughs> let us know how you feel about that in the comments below, right there, man. Also, also, everybody dropped them dang popcorn emojis yesterday. That mess was bro, hilarious. That was Drop them popcorn emojis in the chat if you're enjoying the show, man. Appreciate y'all for showing love. Go Absolutely, ahead. man. But next up, we're gonna talk about are the Bulls closer to a retool or a rebuild? Before we do that, let's talk to about you. Let's talk to you guys about our partner i'm really excited about uh our, our next partner and that's ultimate pro basketball gm i tell you what uh, all jokes aside guys this ain't just because we're, we're plugging it on the show this game is fun it's addictive uh pat spent pat spent hours in just in just one day playing this before shout out to what five titles in a row is what you did i i won four titles and then i i just uh, set an NBA, uh, became the first team in the NBA to ever lose a finals off of a 3 0 lead. <laughs> yeah, hey, that just happened the on my fifth one. That one hurt. 
<laughs> you got to deal with the ups and downs. But if you guys ever dreamed of becoming the NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise, well, your dream can come true with this game, and it's definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team, play through the season, and lead your team to glory. You're responsible for the hiring the right coaches and assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, and all the ups and downs of the season. All this in a challenging and realistic game world, Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable offline play on the go as you want and when you want you add your experience i'm so locked on uh bulls listeners get a hundred percent free boost uh to their franchise when using promo code locked on in the game store so make sure to check it out to download the game just go to probasketballgm.com scan the code or look it up in the app stores that's probasketballgm.com ultimate basketball gm start your dynasty today all right, Pat, and talking about starting a dynasty. I hope there's at some point we can start wanting to get another dynasty going with the Chicago Bulls. Seems like we may be far off from that, though. But yeah. when, you, when you look at this team and the way that this team has played since at the addition of Patrick Beverly, how much uh, better everybody looks now that they're fitting into their roles, things like that. DeMar DeRozan shooting more threes here recently. Um do you think the Bulls are closer to going just a retool? They're closer to a rebuild. Uh, we already know we still, I think, statistically have a better chance of getting a top four pick than actually making the playoffs. But hey, we're in the plan right now. What do you? How are you feeling about you know this team and our last eleven games? And the offseason is right around the corner. The Chicago Bulls under Arturis Karnaschovas will never go into a rebuild. I'm glad you just said that. Keep it going, bro. You cook it. Where is he from? Not, not country-wise, but like what team does he come from? The Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets have never the, been a team that has said, hey, go, go ahead. What do you want to jump No, in? no, no, because it's a completely separate subject. It's just a funny thing. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> the Denver Nuggets have never been a team that has just said, we're going to bottom out and try our best to get the worst record in the NBA, and then we're going to get better. How many years in a row did we look at Denver and say they'll always be competitive? Mm. But they're not going to go win a championship. Now, the tough part is, right, even after now with them having the three-time MVP, we still kind of feel the same way, which is which which might hurt a little bit. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. Just, 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 just a little bit. Just a little but, bit. I mean, here's, here's my thing, right? I'm going to take y'all back. Let's just go back 10 or, uh, 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 yeah, 10 years. 2012-2013 season. Denver was 57-25. and 25. Lost mm. in the first round under George Carl. Next season, 36 and 46. Next season, 30 and 52. Next season, 30 and 49. 40 and 42. 46 and 36. 54 and 28. By the way, Jokic is here now. 46 and 27. 47 and 25. They, they just, they stayed the course. Yeah. This is what AK is coming from. I can take you back. They haven't had, you want to know when they last, literally, their last sub-30 win season was. What was it, like eight years ago, 12 years ago? 2002. What? So they haven't had a sub, you said 30 win sub season? Sub-30. In 20 years? In 20 
years. And Dang. so I, the, my, my point of all of this is, is to say, you kind of have to ask, what do you realistically want? Mm -hmm. I've told y'all the numbers on teams that have tanked. It doesn't really work. You can get, you can get kind of where Denver is, right? But Denver mm -hmm. got there without tanking and they had some down years. They had some 31 seasons where you looked at, especially in the Western conference, 30 wins, man, you sucked. Yeah, well, it's the but same it's 30, 30 wins in the wins. Eastern Conference. You're the eighth seed, so right. You know what I mean. It, it, but it, well, in, in the Western Conference now, it gets you there too. You know what I mean. I'm talking yeah. about back in back when they was getting these 30 wins. You, like you yeah. were out of the playoffs, right? So I think the thing that we have to to kind of maybe just come to grips with is that it's always going to be a retool. It's always going to be okay. We have to make this move and this move and try to put this piece in here to get, make this team that we have the best team that we could put on the floor right now until we find that next superstar, the Denver or the Chicago bulls will never go into a full rebuild under Arturis Karnaschovas. In my opinion, in my opinion, I should say that because I just don't think that AK is of the mindset that, Hey, taking works and and when you even if you look at the bulls history we got derrick rose when we had what a 1.8 percent chance at the first overall yep. pick yep. and then and then the time that we were i won't necessarily say they were tanking but i don't think we were trying to win on the back end of the season but if correct me if i'm wrong pat wasn't it the year was it the last year of gar packs where if we 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 lost the last game, but had we won it, we would have won the tiebreaker, and then we would have had like the third overall pick. It was something like that. Something it, like that. It was but, something weird. But it was like also like a freaking. It's a but coin toss. We, we, weird we stuff. won a December or something yeah. like that, and it was like uh, every every December we just be like fourteen wins. We got a team. No, we don't. Yeah. We don't. That was your fourteen wins. So I, I, I like. Tanking, I understand the mindset. I, I get it, right? I don't agree, but I do understand the mindset of, of fans that say, like, hey, let's bottom out. Let's go over full reboot. Let's retool, yep. like, whatever it is. It's just, it's, it's not likely to come. And I do think that you look at this team, and while we are frustrated with this team, while this team has not performed up to the talent, we have some talent on this team. And I, I believe that AK is going to keep trying to retool until we do either eventually get lucky and a superstar wants to come here, or we get lucky in that wherever we're picking, whether it's 18th or whatever, that we get a player that develops into that superstar. And AK is going to keep trying to put the best team on the court until that moment happens and you just went over his history. That's how that's just kind of his mindset. Now, could it change? Yeah. Could it could, you know, the the inability to go into the luxury tax, make him do some things that he didn't have to do in Denver. Those chances always are there. But I don't I think we're so far from us getting to the point of having to go a full rebuild that at bro, me, me and you both would be in our in our forties before that happens. Hey, and and I think here's the thing, right? Like you also have to ask yourself, is that what you want? Yeah. Like Bulls fans, I, I know we forgot, right? I didn't forget because I had to live call them. I, I know we forgotten though, but those 21 seasons sucked. Tough. Those 21 seasons are not entertaining. They're not watchable. So the question that you have to ask yourself is, would you rather sit there and have your blood pressure up and down every night? And listen, with this Bulls team, I'm going to the doctor for some medicine out here almost like that's where I, that's how I've been feeling out here lately with this team. But also I know that there's going to be games where they're very competitive throughout the season. There are very fun moments from this season that we can look back on and say, wow, I really enjoyed that. Are there downs? Yeah. Ton of them. At least 38. At least 38 downs. At least 38 downs. You know what I mean? That's but, funny. 
you also have to ask yourself, is that the kind of season you'd rather have? Right where, and I know there's a lot of people that are of the opinion that the middle doesn't get you anywhere, but it, you will never get a player to decide to come to a team that is at the bottom of the standings. And not for nothing, Jokic is a really, really good player. Adding him to OKC, or well, maybe OKC. OKC is not a bad team. Adding him to Houston doesn't instantly fix all the issues. So you don't want to just throw a superstar on a team and say, all right, now let's run with this. You still have to have a team around him. The thing that Jokic had around him when he came into the NBA and as he started to develop into the player that he is now was there was solid role players around him that he could go to and pass the ball to and also go down to the bucket and take some pressure off of him. So I think you have to take all those things into account when you're talking about um, kind of how this team is going to be built and and probably what we're going to see, right? Like, would, would anybody be surprised if the Bulls won 45 games next year? I actually wouldn't. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, with the right, with the right, honestly, and that's, and I get that this season's been frustrating, but with the right offseason moves, the Bulls can be like, like you said, 45, 48 wins. I, I, that wouldn't be a surprise if you, if you retool this roster to a way that it just makes more sense. You have more balance, you have more size, you have more shooting. Yeah. Um, with the way that they're playing now, I wouldn't, it's not out the realm of possibility. Hell, we still, we still may win, end up this season with 40 wins, at least 40 oh, wins, which would be crazy. Legit. Yeah. And, and with how the Bulls have played at the end of the season, we got to get to this ad read as well, man. But with how the Bulls have played at the end of this season, they could still get the 40 wins. 40 wins is a positive record. Oh, no, you would be 40 and 44. 40 and 42. So not, so, yeah. so not a not, or 40 and 42. So not a positive record, but much better than we thought we were heading towards. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? Fact. So you, you really just have to weigh out, right? Like, Sometimes teams have down years. I'm not saying it's an excuse in the slightest, but I'm seeing people that are calling for like, a, a, this is the same as Garpax. We have to reset all of this. Garpax got 20 years to get it right. <laughs> let's let's give AK three. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you, <laughs> I feel you on that one for sure. Hey, man. Uh, but we do want to tell you guys as well about FanDuel before we get into our final topic of the day where we actually have to praise the Chicago Bulls for winning basketball games out of here. But uh, we do want to tell you guys about FanDuel because the tournament is heating up and now is the perfect time for you to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book because new customers get the no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars that's bonus bet back if your first bet doesn't win just download fanduel.com or fanduel sportsbook app i should say it's safe secure super easy to use and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scored to threes drained if you wanted to bet on james harden scoring above five points versus the chicago bulls you would have lost anyway plus uh, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance to win with same game parlays. This is legit, y'all. I'm not even joking. My barber literally has been pumping me for information every time I go get a haircut. I didn't realize he was just sitting here placing bets as he's cutting my hair. I was I was thrown off, and then he's like, "Oh man, I appreciate you, bro. Like I won." I'm like, "Yo, where's my? Let me get a little bit of that." Like. Can I get a hundred dollars now? Like haircut? Can I get the haircut free? Can the haircut be free? You said uh, at least the haircut free, right? At least the haircut free, bro. So don't miss your chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com forward slash locked on. That's fanduel.com forward slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
All right, Pat, before we head out today, got to celebrate and talk about, I don't know about celebrate. Let's acknowledge. I, hey, I don't know where the point is. We don't have much. We don't okay, have much. We can Let's celebrate. celebrate. We, can, we can celebrate. Uh, the Bulls have the longest winning streak right now in the Eastern Conference, Pat. <laughs> you and that air horn, bro. That's funny. Uh, how you... Uh, didn't expect that at all i didn't even go hold you on that one uh you killed it with that one but uh, (laughs) how you feel about this bulls team with now us uh having the biggest win streak in the eastern conference i mean listen um it it's it's one of those things where i mean you look back at a couple of games and you feel like wow if a crazy game winner doesn't go in we could have a really really dominant streak and it just goes back to the point that the bulls have played well you know what i mean the bulls have the bulls have played it it doesn't take away from what we saw the entire season to give them credit now i can still feel the way i feel if five games above 500 that's where i'll be like wow we really got something going here with pat bev and zach levine five i don't even know if that's possible now can we actually get five games above five i guess if we went out We'd get five games above 500. But is that so we have seven games left, right? We only have seven no, games. 11, I'm sorry, 11. We got 11 I, games yet. I was 11. Say, we guess, seven, my brain, we that, the, the brain literally was like, yeah, bro, the numbers so we don't even worry about finish, it. Uh, we could finish. <laughs> so 11 games, if we win out, that will put us at a 45 win team. That's we'd, crazy. We'd leave this season so confused. Bro, I, I would have We'd be I had, seven I, games above 500 if that happened, bro. We'd leave this season so confused. But bro, anyway, if, if the Chicago Bulls are able to do something like that, I, it is what it is, right? Like, I, I still feel the way I feel. I saw everything this season. I see the glaring holes that exist on this team. Even with Patrick Beverly on this team, I see that, hey, we don't have enough shooters. Every time we kick it out to Kobe White, he's missing. Uh, every time we kick this mug over to Io, he's either not taking a shot or missing. You know what I mean? Uh, P. Will's finally knocking down a shot, but his shot's so dang slow, right? Like, even if he turns into a great three-point shooter, which he kind of has this season, it takes so long for that shot to develop. He's no Kyle Anderson, but he's close. Um, so Slow-mo. Yeah, he, 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 his shot is pretty slow, bro. Like, I will yeah. say that. When we was at the game watching that, like, I think he took a, a corner three, like, on the, on the, what would that have been, the left side, like, right in front of us, and I was like, dang, that take a long time to get going, bro. Like, that man is like, Oh, I'm he like, bro, like, what's form. going Bro, th- you know what I mean? T- he it's thinks good about form, the form. Good form, yeah. good form. Yeah, so. Um, so maybe it'll get quicker as he, you know, gets more used to shooting that shot. Maybe that'll be something he works on in the offseason. But um, you don't have shooters on this team. I still can see all of that. But also, I can commend the Bulls for how they played. And I think the Chicago Bulls have played some really good basketball as of late, even in their losses. They've fought hard in every single game. They've competed hard in every single game game and you know what i i i'm gonna give them credit for this win streak that they're on man i i'm not wearing a hat but hats off to you you know yeah yeah you go yeah mia you have to acknowledge like the the bulls and and the way they've been playing right even though they've only won three games in a row we're giving the bulls basically almost all 12 games since the all-star break they've been competing in they've given heart uh, they 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 face some adversity pretty well, so yeah. you know you know shout out to the Bulls. Here's, here's the question I'm gonna throw you. I was actually asked this over on Chicago Bulls Central. I'm gonna ask you because I want to hear your opinion on it. Let's do it. Um, if the Bulls, what uh, what would it take for you for this team? How how would this team need to finish for you to say okay? If AK was to say let's 
do continuity again with some key changes to the bench that you would be like, okay, I could ride with you. How would this team have to finish for you to, for you to feel like that? If they keep playing like this and they get to, I think realistically, realistically, right, we're probably mm. going to get to 40 wins. Okay. And that's it. That's tough to say. That's six more wins. How they, if they keep playing how they've been playing, mm. they should be able to get the 40 wins. If they get the 40 wins, I've seen what somebody able to just come in and be like, all right, we got to be here. We have to be a, a voice in the locker room mm. can do. Now, the problem is that none of your stars are that voice in the locker room. So maybe you feel like there needs to be a change to one of those. But if they get to 40 wins, dog, like, that's a heck of a bounce back. Like, we came out of the all-star break with, like, 27 wins. Yeah. That's that's a real turnaround in the second part of your season. If this team goes 7-4 and four over these last 11, that's how the Bulls could finish 500. I said this over on Central. Some people said I was a little too harsh. 500 is crazy. If the Bulls can get to 500, yeah. and to me, make it out the play-in, and then I'm not saying win the first round, but make it competitive. At that point, if AK was to say at least at the bare minimum, say we're bringing the big three back, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna a couple of the players that we have, we're gonna either ship off, let go away, to bring in some other players to balance out this roster. I would say okay. I I, I, I wouldn't necessarily be as happy with it. Doesn't matter as long as AK is happy with it. My feelings on it don't really matter long long yeah. term. But you know, for the interest of this show, like. If they were to do that at that point, I'd be like, okay, um, let's see what we got. Now, what would be your addition, right? Because I saw a bunch of people say, the Knicks bounce back. The Knicks bounce back. The Knicks did. And I'm like, the Knicks had a Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big change to your team. Yeah. What would be your addition to this team if, uh, let's say, let's say, right, like seven and four, um, nine and two. Let's go. Let's dream big, right? It's the end of yeah. the season. Who cares? We, 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 we kind of, we're the 10th seed right now. Like, dream big. Say the Bulls go on and keep going on this, this run that they've been on. What is your focal point going into the offseason here? Is it trying to bring in a Kyrie Irving pet type of player? Is it going to get Booch some big man help? Is it just, I mean, you bring in Kyrie Irving, you kind of also add shooting to your team. So that might yeah. kill two birds with one stone. Here's what I'm going to say. And I know this is going to be controversial. Well, let me not say controversial per se. If the Bulls go out, and let's this this is for all intents and purposes, this is saying that they do file career-ending injury exception. Yep. If the Bulls were able to go out and get a Kyrie to get a trade for DeJounte Murray in the last year of his contract, if that if that's available, if they are able to do that level of a move while bringing back Nikola Vucevic, adding a big man, I don't have the big man free agents off the top of my head right now, so forgive me that I don't have a name. I know some people are going to be like, well, what's the name, Hayes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then add some big man depth. Hell, even at that point, bring Andre Drummond back, but then bring maybe maybe a combo for it um, or somebody with some size length and some shooting, add yeah. some other shooters on the bench. I, at that point, I'm like, hey, I, I can't be mad at it, bro. I can't be mad at it at all. Um, and let's, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. And even, I'll say this, a Trey Jones and adding the right big men and shooters off the bench. I'm not mad at yeah. that at all either. I think it, it, on all those scenarios, though, you probably, you need to bring back Pat Bev. I, I, like, I've seen what Pat Bev has done to this team. And unless you're going out and getting another veteran, I want Pat Bev back on this team. 
There's only one scenario, and it's a long shot scenario and a scenario I don't expect to happen at all. That I would move on from Pat Bev, and if that and that's if because I think the voice is more important than anything else on this team. Mm-hmm. If if they could find a way to be convince Pat Riley to be like, hey, don't you want to put Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry back together? The Jimmy Butler. The Jimmy, you're, you're, that that okay? You you sold me on that. We actually talked about that a little bit uh, after the game. The I'll tell you what, only scenario where I would bro, be like the 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 that work. at that point, if you bring Pat Bev back, you have Zach, you have Jimmy Butler at the three, you then have Patrick Williams at the four. You 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 got Vooch. Probably you bringing back Vooch in that scenario. You bringing back Vooch as a free I'd agent. I bring back Vooch. I'd bring back Vooch because Jimmy Butler's gonna force everybody to be like, hey dog, like get like I ain't put these hair extensions in for nothing. hey listen listen this is the best part we're so we're so like just confused on this season dog at this point that we just throwing out dream scenarios now this ain't happening if this happens jimmy butler jersey straight away i'm buying one i'm I'm not a current jersey guy and i'll give one away too i buy one and i'll give one away like i'm not like if that happens bro like we gotta do um, some stuff imagine us bringing jimmy butler back it works that's the wild part it works it fits perfectly when you look at like leadership mentality dog mentality like uh a player that's a two-way player now jimmy butler isn't going to shoot a high volume number of threes but he's going to take no perfect it works yeah. Cause now Zach just becomes your primary score and Jimmy's a defender. <laughs> bro. You just sold me, bro. Now, now come on, man. Don't say hey, we gonna be we gonna be now. You already know. Now here come the, y'all be must be listening to us. Cause now here come the articles. Watch tomorrow. Is the perfect trade scenario for the Chicago Bulls Jimmy Butler to the Bulls? Is this, is this the perfect? Is this what the Bulls need to be focusing on in the offseason? What we got? Jimmy Butler is 33 years old. Jimmy Butler's beat up though. That's a that's a that's a beat up thirty. But keep in mind, Jimmy Butler has also had to be in very like. Don't get me wrong, that Miami team is deep, and I don't want to take away from that. But yeah. He's had to be the focal point at that point. Jimmy literally can just come in, talk crap like Jimmy likes to do, lead, play defense, and take shots like the open ones. Because all the heavy lifting offensively is going to be done by uh, by. Uh, by uh, Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic. And actually, you can even open up more shots for Pat Williams at that point to just let, allow Jimmy to do it. Bro, that would almost be a perfect scenario, bro. And it, that's why it would never happen. You want to know, <laughs> it, right, for sure. You want to know why this is so perfect? I, I, I just looked up Jimmy's last 10. I haven't paid no attention to this man. On 11 shots, 26 points, 10 assists. On 13 shots, 24 points, 7 rebounds. On 11 shots, 23 points. He just at the free throw line all day, bro. That's crazy. 16 shots, 33 points, 12 for 16. By the way, these all high percentage games. Here. <laughs> like he, he th- putting up 38 on 25 shots, kind of that's kind of that's a little rough. Uh, I mean, and, but, then, uh, and, and that's a good scenario too because Jimmy Butler, he like he doesn't have much left on his contract, right? Like, how many years is left on that on that contract for Jimmy? You know, uh, top of your head? I don't know. Let me see. Oh wait, just, Jimmy Butler is an unrestricted free agent this offseason. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That makes it worse. It's done. Then it's done. He's definitely not willingly coming back to Chicago. <laughs> it would have to be a trade. I don't it know. This is different. This is different. This is a different front office. I this is a different I front feel office. Like, I feel like that beef goes a little deeper than than I just it guard packs is. and stuff like yeah. that. I I don't think Jimmy's coming back. Man, to, I will say this too. Like the the one part I hated about the Jimmy trade, everybody was ready to get him out of the city. 
Oh, for like, sure. You can't win with them. Immediately, a team goes out and wins with them. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's just so ready to get. I, I think, think that, I think Jimmy's also learned from having the, the the issues that he had in Minnesota and feeling how those, those situations ended for him. So. Hey, bro. Hey, you might you might have to try and trade tomorrow and see if you can sign Jimmy with that. that that's a hey, listen, Lonzo Ball, career ending injury exception. Offseason fit to be wild, dog. Bro, come on. You just, you just again to quote Hawkeye from the uh, end game again. Don't do that. Don't do don't that. Don't give me hope. What? <laughs> give me hope. <laughs> give me hope. I, I feel like that Elmo meme right now where that mother's like, fire. <laughs> hey man, appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. Nick gonna kill us for going over on a dream scenario out here. Yeah. Uh follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Billy Donovan, we still friends, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you can follow me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H A I Z E. And thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen today. Now for your second listen, go check out Locked On Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This is Locked On Bulls. We out, y'all. Peace. Peace. Made it through. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>